Hey, hey. Um, I have a fascinating, interesting chat with Matilda Brown, who's an actress, writer, and director. And uh, I go over to Matilda's house in the inner west in Marrickville, and we sit in comfort in her backyard. But uh, she fails to tell me on the way over that it's actually under the flight path. So every three or four minutes, we are rudely interrupted by a 737 inches from her head. But aside from that, oh, and a tap dancing minor bird. Uh, it is an interesting chat. We talk about mindset and auditioning and meditation. But then it takes a little bit of a twist and a turn. And we end up unpacking the intrigue and the merits of DMT and um, magic mushrooms. So I'm pretty confident you're going to find this as interesting as I did. It's a fascinating chat. It's a curious chat. Uh, And so I welcome to the show Miss Matilda Brown. All right, we're on Matilda Brown. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Good. So I'd like to set the scene, Matilda. Um, We are currently in your backyard. Mm Mm-hmm kind of very much what i would expect in your backyard it's kind of yeah it's kind of fairy tale is that because you've seen it on instagram or just well there's that too yeah yeah should we just preface this by saying i live on a flight path and there are planes there's one coming there's one coming yeah so (laughs) (laughs) it's just very loud yeah so it's like every three minutes or so isn't it About a month. Yeah. yeah, but lived up the road. Right, so this is your hood. This is you, my hood. You've been here a while. Marrickville. Yeah, right. Is it, city. is it still Sydney? Because I've just come from... What do you mean, is it still Sydney? Well, it's quite a drive for me. You live in Bondi, right? Yeah. It's quite a drive from Bondi. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Bondi isn't just Sydney. Sorry to break it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I grew up in Balmain. So I'm a okay. West girl. Yeah, right. Turn through. So is this is this West, Inner West? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a bit Inner West. Well, I mean, I have been here before. Now, I think maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have been here before, but it's normally like to hire furniture or buy something on eBay or. Oh, there's plenty of nice bars around. Is there? I don't know if you drink, but there's right. You know, there's nice cafes. Because you're right in the midst of it. That's like the main street just up the road, right? Yeah, like King Street, and yeah, I mean, all it's it's sort of taking off. Hmm. This area, you wait. Yeah, you wait. <laughs> have I'm going to be jelly, though. am I? I do miss the beach. I miss Bondi for that, for sure. You used to live in Bondi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, loved Bondi. So, if you go to the beach, where do you go? Is that like Bondi? You go to Bondi. Yeah. Marrickville doesn't have a beach, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not yet. So, if you got, so if you if you're in a West girl, <laughs> you you've kind of got used to that flight path. Yeah, pretty used to it now. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not great for auditions, like when you're doing a self tape. Right. No. Which I, which I have done a lot of. Um, you kind of have to like, get your scene out really quickly yeah. before that next plane comes. And hope it's not like a six-minute monologue. Yeah, that's that sort of screws you. Yeah. But it's pretty funny. Yeah. You're just kind of like aware that there's just this time limit. In- impending noise. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like I. I've got so sensitive to noise 
as I've got older, but I grew up in pubs. Oh. So I lived above a public bar, like a noisy public bar. Yeah, for like whereabouts? In just outside London. Oh, okay. Um, and actually specifically above a dartboard. So a dartboard? Yeah. So yes. every night oh, I would just okay. hear this. <laughs> and then to cheer or, you know. So and then car door funny. slamming. and That's such an interesting kind of thing to have been I don't know just like in your yeah in your like in the background of my I read a book once um a psychology book I really like reading psychology books and I read this book and it was just about um how if you if you do sleep with that stuff going on right you're not you're not fully servicing your body yeah right like you're just subconsciously you're taking in all that noise yeah no doubt and I've lived like I've lived in some pretty noisy places. I lived. Do you know Melbourne at all? A little bit, yeah. I so I left home when I was seventeen. And I went to Melbourne and I studied in Melbourne, and um, <clears throat> I lived behind this pizza, this massive pub that sold four dollar pizzas, and it was just like the place that everybody went to. And mm. lived right behind it, and just like in the middle of the nights where they would f- close up and they'd empty <coughs> their bins into the bins, and my bedroom was right there, and I was just mm. like. <sighs> such a nightmare but I just good pizzas though great pizzas great location <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you kind of justify it yeah but I think I, I the next place I moved into was just in this leafy little suburb in Fairfield in Melbourne and it was such a difference I couldn't believe how much and I you slept okay like, like so like it was, there was no sound at all so I was just sort of see interestingly enough I, that was my I lived in pubs for like 20 years before coming here but on the odd occasion, I'd sleep at a mate's house out in the sticks. Yeah. And it was definitely quiet. Like, yeah. I, I'd just lie Could there. Could you sleep? No. Oh, okay. Wide awake. Yeah. It's weird. But now, I just can't handle any noise, so I sleep with earplugs. Oh, really? Yeah. I like white noise. You know, that just like, that hum? Like, sometimes like a fan on it, it's just like consistent white noise. White noise is supposed to be really good to sleep to. So you listen to that? Yeah, it's quite soothing, like to have like just a repetitive sound on. <laughs> is it as soothing as that? <laughs> I love sleeping with planes going over. You're late, buddy. <laughs> and now we've got a, a bird. minor bird tap dancing on the roof. Love the inner west. <laughs> um, well, I've just started listening to <clears throat> binaural beats. Is that similar? Because that sounds like white noise, and that's helping yeah. me meditate. Oh, I'm not really? really sure what it's what doing. Is it? What does it sound like? Well, they're kind of inaudible. So it sounds like, to you and I, it sounds like white noise. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, oh, it's kind of like cross between white noise, rain on a rooftop and a construction site. Oh, I don't like that. So it's not pleasant. It's not something that you'd listen to at a choice. But in the background, there's these uh, beats, but they're... In the right ear is a different frequency to the left ear. Wow. And so I'm going to butcher this explanation, but apparently your brain tries to... So your left hemisphere and your right hemisphere are hearing different beats, different frequencies. Yeah. And then your brain will naturally try and match that beat, you know, to make up the difference. And through that process, you elicit a, a deeper meditative state. Wow. How I sound I like I know what I'm talking about. How do I find this? This sounds just, amazing. I'll send it to you. It's just I've got a a track or a tune. And it just ma- it just helps you to zone out or not think. 
Uh, yeah, it just facilitates that whole practice, I think. I, don't, I honestly don't know much about it myself. Uh, and how long would you listen to that for? Uh, I meditate for... I'm happy if I get 15, 20 minutes, to be okay. honest. Yeah. Well, 20 minutes is a push. Okay. I think I've done 16. <laughs> don't laugh. Sorry, I'm so like, new to it. <laughs> that is like how exact you were. Yeah. Like, I've done 16. I need numbers. My... Do you meditate? No. <laughs> See, I would have put you down as a meditator. Like a, no. I'm like pretty zen person though. Mm. Like I probably, I have gone through phases of meditating. Um, but like I've also gone through phases of being really um, strict about that sort of stuff. Like, um, like I remember reading The Power of Now and just being so freaking zen that nothing faced me. Mm. But I sort of got bored because sort of I, li- I like to be a little bit challenged. Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, like, and, and it's the same with like yoga. Like, challenged like, in I, what way, though? If, like, I, if I go to yoga too much, I, like, I'm just, nothing phases me. And I actually get bored. Like, I sort of, I come, it gets to this point where I'm like, I'm, nothing is affecting me. It doesn't really work for my You know that most people on this planet strive for something like that? Yeah. So when but you I'm, say I'm nothing, not, I'm not an anxious person. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't hold a lot of tension, and I don't. Not, not a lot of stuff freaks me out or annoys me, or irritates me. Like I'm pretty. Like a unicorn. <laughs> is that what unicorns? <laughs> is that is that the? That is the. The qualities of a unicorn. That is the definition. Um, but yeah, I went through this such a phase of like being, you know. Like, okay, I'd just gone to LA and I'd like spent three months there and I'm doing auditions. And is this the just, recent trip? No, no, I'm 30 now. That was okay. when I was 25. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't I, hear you say 25. Oh, it must I have been when the plane maybe I went over. My mind, but I didn't She's saying actually. the most profound things when the plane goes over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> um, no, I just like, I got back and I was so exhausted. And I was exhausted because. I think like just the whole, it wasn't just those months, but I think it was just like the entire, so much of my career is coming up against rejection, you know, just Mm. being an actress Mm. or like writing something and trying to like get things made or get funding or whatever. And the amount of knockbacks that you get, um, you know, you have to be so resilient Mm. and just like pick yourself back up and Mm. just do it again. And just, there's no time for like, poor me. Um, And I think I just like, I hit a massive wall when I got back and I was just so exhausted by the whole thing and and I'd gotten really close to a role over there and um you know in my mind you know had sort of played out the ways in which my life would change or be Mm. altered or whatever Mm. from that and then I didn't get that role and so I think I was just I'd just gone through a lot of like highs and lows over there um and I just came back and I just hit a wall and I started to I was just like painting. I was just like painting every day. And I was living with my mum and my dad back at that place. And I could just see them slowly like starting to kind of like worry about me because I wasn't. Usually if I, if I go through something like that, I'll just, I'm, you know, kind of it's a couple back. of days before I'm like back in it. Yeah. Um, 
and this was just like weeks and I was just in my room and all I was doing was painting and reading The Power of Now and like quoting The Power of Now yeah. and pissing my dad off so Yeah, much. Dad, did you know? <laughs> I remember him like getting really shitty that someone had moved the garbage collection whatever days from schedule from the fridge and he was like where's the garbage <laughs> who's moved it and I was like dad chill out what's dude. wrong with like, you there's no need to get angry about stuff like that and he was like he just cracked it he's like oh why didn't I just go read the power now <laughs> and I was like and I bet he has isn't he no 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 he's, he hasn't he's so zen my dad but um like just in his own way it's not it doesn't <clears throat> meditate doesn't do anything unless you take fridge magnets away unless from you- it yeah that's, that's his <laughs> Achilles heel in certain ways but I just generally he's a pretty like he's he's not a lot of phases dad um arrogance does and like rude people and stuff yeah. like that like you know those sorts of things but um anyway I don't know where the story was leading to but basically I was I just gotten to this point where um nothing phased me and so therefore I didn't try anymore it was basically like that I basically was like I don't need to do anything. I'm nothing. I'm just, I'm very happy just watching a blade of grass grow. And I'd lost all of my drive, basically. I just lost um, any, like, feeling of wanting to strive for something. Because that rejection in LA was so massive. Like, you kind yeah, of and I, but I, and like, put you on your and ass. It had just, yeah, and like, I was just like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. It's too much. I can't be bothered. I don't want to. Like, I don't have to. Fuck it. I'll just live a really chilled out life. Like, mm. um, who cares about money? I can get mm. by on 20 bucks a day. Mm. I don't need to, to try anymore. I'm not even going to bother. Mm. And Was this the first rejection? Like, the first big rejection? No, no, no. And, like, it's, you know, probably unfair of me to call it a rejection because it's just... It's just that a role goes somewhere else. It's not. Yeah. It's yeah, just... Yeah. It's just that... Um, Your words, not mine. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, no it, it was like of years of just being tired from it. You know, yeah. feeling like I was trying more than I was getting rewarded for yeah. it. Um, and so I just... I, I was like, I'm going to quit and then I'm going to go to university and study psychology. That's yeah. what I wanted to do. And my dad was... You know, like he was devastated to hear that because he has been my number one support, and mm. just like I, you're so talented, and I believe in you, and you know, don't quit. You know, this mm. is a, this is an industry that is all about persistence. You mm. just keep going, and I was like, I'm tired. I don't want to keep going. It's too much. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, stop encouraging me. Basically, mm. <laughs> I just want to. I want to do something where I I can just wake up in the morning and go and do my job and come home at night. Mm. Um, and like I think I spent. I think I spent like another two months in that mindset mm. and then I was like, who am I kidding? Like, um, creativity is everything for mm. me. I'm not going to be able to just do a stop nine to five. wanting to do that. Yeah. Um, and it took me like, it took me, like I, I, I literally was like, stop, I've got to stop doing so much like Zen stuff because I needed to be fueled by something. And like that, that like... <laughs> That thing of being so carefree about the so like I remember there's a part so of it it's, where it's like so you're saying it sort of stops you. It's, it's me, not anyone. Like I'm not talking for anybody else. Like for anybody else, their their meditation and what they do m- might be like so beneficial and might trigger ambition in a way that it you know is great for them. But for me, it didn't. Like it did the opposite. It just made me. So yeah. Anyway. So um. Yeah. So you're almost like your your existence or your feelings 
uh, homogenized, like so you're not feeling the, the shit feeling, and the grey yeah, and the I was just flat anxious and the yeah. yeah. I was like super content but I I just stopped doing this and I stopped with the you know, like the power of now I'd finished it so it started to wear off on me and like nine months later like I'd, I'd started dating someone that I wouldn't really have really wanted to date if I wasn't like reading the power of now and just allowing things to just pass by like mm. there was lots of things that I was like mm, I can live with that you know like I'll I don't want to be too specific because I feel <laughs> rude and horrible he might saying be listening. it might be listening um, we can change the names yeah um, <laughs> and the characteristics I'm writing a something it doesn't matter I'm not going to go into that um, <clears throat> but tell yeah, me, nine tell months me when a plane the, goes nine over. months down the track I was like I sort of woke up to myself and was like whoa I've been letting way too many things go through to the keeper yeah like no nah. caring That's, less this isn't actually me right yeah yeah I think it's I think it's that there's a balance in all this stuff you know I think like there is too much that you can do with those things I think you can go a little too far I think 15 minutes a day is a great amount of time I didn't to say a day oh <laughs> What is it like a month? Uh, like a season. What? <laughs> Fifteen minutes of meditation. So I've done a yeah sixteen minutes for spring. Can't so wait for summer. Oh, so you done your, okay. <laughs> Got to wait till December. No, but it's really new for me, and it's and I'm seeing the benefits of it. Yeah. Like yeah. I reckon I'm having. I don't think I'm having a midlife crisis. I've had that. Right. I'm having like a you're existential. Oh, you're having an existential crisis. Yeah. Oh, I and had we've that sort of yeah. Well, this has been a decade of. Oh, okay. And oh, interesting. So I've kind of learnt that. Well, I've got to a point where the status quo isn't serving me, right? So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I, I, I like my life. I think I have a good life, but I don't love it, and I want to love it. Mm. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, so, so the status quo yeah. isn't serving me. So what I do day to day, how I treat my body, my mindset, like, it's not serving me. So I've got to look at something else. And so I've started meditating, hoping that increased consciousness or right. awareness or being yeah. in the moment will yeah. will be the game changer. And yeah. started learning guitar, apparently, like, learning, like, a new craft is incredibly mm. valuable in that arena. Mm. Um I'm pretty fucking shit at it too. How long have you been doing it for? About the same time I've been meditating. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's interesting actually. From like for I don't know up until four or five years ago, I never pigeonholed myself as being creative, mm. and I still don't. <clears throat> but when I look at what I do, it's oh, all it's creative. Very creative yeah, what you do. but I've all through school my you know I used to take art and enjoy art but all my right. all my projects were ridiculed like mm. people would queue up to go and see mine because it was so fucking terrible which is all wow. tongue in cheek and all fun at yeah. the time but it kind of like it labelled me <laughs> oh, as, yeah, yeah, non-creative. as non-creative I was like well that's that's me mm. that's my tag mm. but now what I do is yeah. cooking and uh, I'm not sure what else I do but well I mean even this is creative yeah so now I'm like okay maybe I can pick up the guitar but in my mind, like, I'm not musical. Yeah. I can't sing. I can't this. Yeah. I've sort of tagged myself with all those things. Yeah. Because at school, for me, it was like sport. Mm. Or you, you either played sport or you played music. Mm. And I played sport. So music, in my yeah. uh, in my mind, was a bit daggy. Yeah. 
you know there were certain people that brought their soccer boots to school or walked into school with a trombone case and you'd be like yeah mate yeah, but now they I can. Go on to be the cool kids in bands. Yeah, totally. That all the women totally. Have yeah, sex all right. With. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, I've been there, done that. So now I've got a guitar, and I'm, I'm learning that I can learn something. Yeah. I can, you know, it's all rep- yeah, repetition. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the. Things that we, don't do a service to ourselves is where we get stuck in these ruts, and we don't think that we can move on from them. Yeah. Like doing a job that you don't like. Um, yeah, it's like I am an accountant. That's your who life. I am. That's my identity. And <laughs> yeah, and it's not to say that, like, you know, I mean, because there are there are some things, there are some jobs that people do, and they do that to support their family, and that's amazing, and that's a no, that's a noble thing to do. Mm. Um, but like, if you're doing that to support your family, and you're a grumpy asshole at home because you hate your job, mm. like that's counterproductive. You know, from my <laughs> point of view. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what we were sort of going on, tangent we were going on, but just changing your mindset to just be able yeah. to do something. Or like, yeah. Um, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't meditate, but... But you probably have this innate belief that you can do anything that you assign yourself to. Was that too Yeah, too no, heavy? like... Um, I mean, I grew up, I definitely grew up in a family that was very creative. Like, we were always painting when we mm. were younger. Um, I, like, for school, I from HSC, I did art and four-unit English and made a film. And, like, <clears throat> I, I was, like, the opposite. I was, like, mm. I am all creative. Mm. Zero maths and science. I didn't say maths and science. <laughs> I said soccer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm saying that I was yeah. creative and zero maths and science. So in my mind, I'm like, I can't add up two plus two. Like, mm. terrible. Um, we might after these mushrooms. We'll see how we go. Oh, we're going to have the mushrooms. Yeah. Cool. Um, Do you want but, some? Yeah, sure. Um, I was going to say I have magic mushrooms have been amazing for me creatively. Yeah, right. And like, and just as a separate thing to meditation... Like, I'm sure I, like, sort of briefly talked to you about magic yeah. mushrooms. Yeah, tell me more. Um, well, and also, like, it's so hard to explain, and I don't know who your audience is. Um, My mum. Oh. <laughs> My well, mum and the ex-boyfriend you're talking about. Well, um, <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, DMT, mm-hmm. the spirit molecule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you watched the documentary? No, I've had DMT. Though. Oh, you have? Mm. Um, what was your experience of that? Phenomenal. Yeah. Didn't that, like, blow your mind into, like, sort of changing a lot of what you sort of perceived? For, for people it, listening, it, maybe you should just, just say what, like, DMT is the chemical that your body produces when you're born. And when you die. And when you die. And when you dream at night, you also pro- your body also produces DMT. But it's also the common element, if that's the right word, in all living things. Yeah. So it's so in really... Trees and in us and in... Yeah. Correct. So it's really, really easily extracted from the, the wattle tree. Like an acacia. Yeah. Is that the wattle? Acacia? Both. It is today. <laughs> Two different trees. <laughs> wattle and acacia. Um, and if you smoke it... 
then you go on like a sort of out of body experience and um, it takes you into like you know another dimension I don't know mm. what you how you had it or what you well I was told so yeah I, I smoked it I, it was the weirdest fucking story of how it came about and it was almost like well having experienced the lead up to this and how it came about there's no question I have to take it it was the right okay it's for another I'll tell you it's during the plane yeah it was just a very odd set of circumstances it's too long a story but I'll tell you later Um, then that was like the like all these weird circumstance middle of nowhere chance meeting blah 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 weird guy and then he reveals himself to be um, a proponent of DMT and a manufacturer of DMT. Uh, okay. yeah. Not a manufacturer, but it... Makes it. He, yeah, he was at uni and he was studying biochemistry right. and he'd, he'd made it. Yeah. And he wanted myself and who a few other people that I was with to yeah. be almost guinea pigs. <laughs> okay, yeah. It was, so it was a batch that he'd made. Yeah. yeah, so he literally, which is kind of... A, I mean, we didn't have much choice, but he kind of watched us yeah. whilst we yeah. went on. But I'd come across it years before, and all I'd heard that it was this very short-lived trip, and mm. you all have, there's like this universal experience. Mm. Typically, you see some figure, whether it's some people describe it as an alien or an entity, f- entity or yeah. a fairy, Gremlin or, or yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Um, and. I saw that gremlin and the fairy and but everything sort of went into geometrical yeah, shapes and it's all funneled like fractals down. Yeah. and like the the thing that comes at you at the neck that yeah. and then like the sound it's like it's the most mind blowing like fucking freakiest thing and um it's terrifying it's like are you scared <laughs> I didn't know my so I had an ex that made it and he had talked about it and he'd done it like lots and lots of times and he was like before you do this watch the documentary the spirit molecule right and then t- let me know if you want to do it and I was like before I was like mm, DMT sounds like a drug I'm not into drugs like yeah. I've never been a big person who's been into like party drugs at all so and he was like it's really not that type of drug it's um, just watch the spirit molecule and like you know and listen to Terence McKenna and like hear him yeah. talk about it and all that sort of stuff anyway I was like watching I was like okay, I'm ready to do it and so <laughs> had, made had it. no idea what would, was going to happen yeah and he, so I was at his place and I was sitting on his bed and he gave me this massive bomb. Right. <laughs> and he said, you have to inhale it three times. It's right. like he packed it full. And he was like, okay, you're going to just, well, you're going to hand it to me on the third, you know, draw. And, but this, by the second thing, I was like, I don't, I was like, I was losing, like nothing was there anymore that was of this world. Like that tunnel, that like mm. black and white weird mm. thing and then the sounds and everything and then and then you're out for 15 minutes which seems like an eternity because there's no sense of time or place no. in that world. No. It's just, it's just a completely like colours amplified and anyway, saw my, saw my life, saw all these other things, saw the entities, had my mind blown, got up was like had my mind blown couldn't <laughs> stop saying oh my god and like it was just like oh my god oh my god and literally like it just changed my it just changed me in such a massive way I just stopped I let go of like you know being competitive with other girls in my industry mm. and thinking that like things were mine because I deserved them because I'd worked hard or whatever and I was just mm. like mm, 
like the universe just has a natural way of unfolding and you actually don't really you're just a very small just, speck yeah and you're we're here for a blink of an eye totally. and like it just i don't know how it does it but it just completely changed my like i also well i, I think to that point like i think the world would be a better place if everyone had experienced it yeah and I did a, I did that a fair few times, um, <clears throat> and each time I was terrified and had like this, this tastes like shit by the way. Is that, okay. Um, like another time I said to them, um, I want you to show me what love is, just because I wanted to see their version of what that was, and so they took me to a place where there was nothing, like no feeling whatsoever. So you, it was just eternity. Verbalize that intention i verbalized that intention i said i want you to show me what love is so they took me to a void like a, a, so when you say they void, the entities right. like the who like the spirit world took me to this place where i knew no one had never felt love i didn't know whether i was had died and was going there or was being reborn or how long i'd been there for it was just terrifying empty space and i felt n- absolutely nothing i felt no emotion that i could understand I was just I was just I was like just a I was just like a body and I Mm. just all I remember thinking was this is hell like this is hell I've died and I've gone to hell and when I came out of it um I was flooded with love because Mm. I was like oh I was like oh good way of showing me what love is they were like if you want to know what love is we're gonna show you because you're surrounded it, by it. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. everywhere. Like yeah. I just latched onto my boyfriend yeah. at the time and just buried my head and, it was yeah. just like, and cried. Yeah. And my friend was there and I was like, and and every time, and then I, when I walked down the street, so I was almost like, like, oh my God, everybody is like. The stark contrast. This, this, is, this is what it feels like with like, no feeling. And yeah, let's take blank. it away from you and yeah. then you can see what love is. Yeah, right. And so I, like that was one where I was just like, I feel so grateful. I just came out thinking, oh my God, I'm so surrounded by, by love. Mm. Um, and you know everyone is wanting that and is is capable of giving that um and then you know i did a couple of trips i didn't really want to do it anymore because it's just so terrifying you don't know where you're gonna go (laughs) but um magic mushrooms are a completely different like thing i think Mm. they're just like so so slow and you can navigate your way through like trips and be shown things and um learn stuff well i guess that's dependent on doses so right yeah totally but i take a lot of magic mushrooms to get to that to get to the point where it's not just like looking at the trees changing and like things moving and being like oh wow look everything's kind of like magical and stuff i take like a heap of them and then i go into my room and i put a pillow over my head and i go into another place completely and these two entities always show up female and a male Mm. and they take me around and they just show me stuff and I'm like, what, what, they, like they... six or eight hours that I'm like out for. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not like I I, I come out. Yeah, you're come and go. Like, you I'll come out and I'll be like, oh, oh my god, I just went through such a full-on thing, and I'll tell whoever I'm with, and then I'll be like, gotta go. Back for <laughs> 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 I used to do it with Mel actually. Yeah, right. But um, she couldn't. She'd do them, but she was like, I, they're not showing, I'm not learning anything. They're not, I don't have these entities taking me around. She used to get so, like, uh, like yeah. Uh, I mean, she was like, I was like, oh my God, I just went to like, oh my God, I just, they just took me through space and I just went all the way back through like, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's like, I went to Wagga. And then came up to my eye. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, what? I went back home to Newey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, profound, like profound, amazing trips on 
magic mushrooms. Mm. But if you like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh god, why am I room full of snakes? And and then you breathe, and like they'll just look at me and go, yeah, I don't know, you thought it, and I'll be like, oh, mm. wow. It's like, like create your own adventure. Yeah, it's just like you think everything, everything you think becomes your reality. And it's that clear so you, and that simple in that moment. Like I'm like, oh, so I can change the that I'm not in a room of snakes. They're like, yeah. And then I like breathe. So you can steer Yeah, you your steer. Experience. You're just experiencing your... Train of it's thought, like almost. these lessons or these things that you're shown and you're just, you're just watching and experiencing them. And it's like, it's like if I say I was in a room full of snakes... Literally, I was in a room full of snakes. Like, when you're in that world, you are in the room full of snakes. They're yeah. coming at you, and you're just like... I was, like, frozen until that he's like, breathe, and you breathe. Have, have and you got like, a history with snakes? Or is there a reason, like, have you got a phobia or... I mean, snakes are scary. I mm. think, like, anyone put in a room full of snakes is going to be like, whoa, mm. get me the fuck out of here. Mm. Um, but, like, there's also... Um, there's also, like things that that aren't about you know that aren't just that sort of stuff like it's a symbol like it's a symbolic yeah i don't know it's just uh, they just show up they just show stuff and you you kind of just watch and you're like oh whoa like i've been in like the fetus you know of a you know i'll be like oh where am i oh my god i'm in a fetus wow that's really (laughs) this is what it's like to be in a fetus how strange and then i'll hear like people speaking out there, that's the white noise. Yeah, the murmuring. Um, or, like, being, like, I like going, like, oh, what am I? Why is there all this red around me? And why am I in this, like, why am I this, like, bubble thing? And then I'm like, oh, I'm oxygen in my blood. And then as, I, as you breathe, you see you're moving away from the other things of oxygen inside your blood. And you just... But it's almost like you manifesting that. It's like you going, stitching it together. Like, oh, this is all red and, like... It's almost like, what could this be? It's this, and then it is. Does that make sense? Could be. It could totally could be. A bit of both. It could be. that as I'm... But it's often, it takes a while. Like, I'm like, oh, it's so... Oh, oh, right, I get it. Like, it's this... Yeah, and maybe it is. Maybe it's this, like, combination Mm. of... um, So have you done ayahuasca as well? um, In LA recently, I did a combination of, like... Yeah, like, white lily ayahuasca and and magic mushrooms chocolate and I had <laughs> them both and it was with this guy who's like someone put me in touch with and it was with the like, he does them a lot and he's been doing them for years these journey things and so you um, felt safe and oh completely yeah, yeah. You know, he spoke to me for about an hour and talked me through the whole thing and it's not like it's not like ayahuasca in the traditional sense where uh-huh. you drink like a bunch of Mm. Yeah, drink a whole lot of that stuff. It's a really gentle version of that. Uh-huh. But I still like purged. I still yeah. like went on this f- ma- amazing. It was such an incredible, beautiful like. Did you have an intention going in? Yeah, I actually said that I wanted to heal the trauma that had been passed down through the female, the females in my, gen- like the de- mm. generation of females mm. in my family, mm. and. Um, whether or not I was aware of what that was, I just know that there's there's some stuff that's probably, you know, everyone's been mm. passed down something in their DNA. Um, um, and, yeah, I, I felt, I feel like it came up and out through me. Like, mm. when I was laying there, I was like, God, I feel so sick. Because mm. I was so deep in the trip 
like I wasn't awake I was going mm. to this thing and then I was taken out of it because I felt sick like I needed to vomit mm. and so um, I was there was about fifth there's about 20 people 20 maybe 30 people and one of the women who weren't partaking in it but were there just to help us came into the room and I was the only one who was in this little cabin it's where I'd like ended up and she came in because I was standing over the toilet she was like Matilda are you okay and I was like I feel really sick and she was like oh sit down I'll get you a bucket so I sat down and she like just rubbed my back and I just started like I was like oh it's so weird I can feel this thing coming up through my body like it was like a like a hairball like it was like just coming up through my and just sitting in my throat carpets again (laughs) (laughs) and just sitting in like my chest and I was like just waiting for it to fucking come out and then I just started to vomit (laughs) and vomit and vomit and vomit and she was just rubbing my back and I was so I felt so sorry for her because it was just like putrid Mm. And she was like, oh my God, what is that? And I was like, I don't know, but it feels great to get it out. <laughs> Fucking generations, babe. <laughs> generations. <laughs> and then I was like, felt, I was like, cool. I don't really feel like I need to go back down into the journey, like into that thing. I just want to go out and like hang out with people. And mm. a lot of people, um, some people are like down and in their thing and going through stuff. Some people are like crying and getting stuff mm. out. Some people are just holding each other. Mm. So you just like, I just went out and just laid on the ground. You, and can you recall how long you were under before that physical manifestation of whatever it was it was probably like I don't think it was that long I think it was probably probably it was like an hour that I was doing others that I was sort of like seeing other things Mm. um I remember seeing like fetuses and knowing that it was like my mom my sister and Mm. me um and that was I think that was part of the so what I sort of what I'm alluding to is like it's it was beyond the time where you've ingested and your body's rejecting something that's kind of do you know what I mean oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people were, are like you just vomited up the stuff that yeah, you, the yeah. poison that you drank yeah. yeah um I mean the only thing that I can say about that is that it it was it felt very um it felt like it felt very much like a like a spiritual thing like it yeah. wasn't just like get this shit out of me yeah like I've been you know I don't know I've been I've drank a lot of alcohol and gotten to the point where I've needed yeah. to get that out of my system. It, yeah. This felt entirely different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever. You can't really convince people of of that if they're... Non-believers. You know, just like, oh, whatever, you just poison you and just chuck it all up. <laughs> yeah. And so that was, like, the most recent trip. That was recently. That was, like, a week before I left. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah I was living vicariously through you from my... Uh, yeah. <laughs> confines of the library wall. <laughs> It was great. It looked like a great trip. It was really fun. I did no work. I just had fun. Yeah. But I just sort of gave myself permission to do that, which yeah. I don't really do very often. Oh, not many of us do, I don't think. Yeah. Kind of just felt so nice just to go and... It seemed like you were kind of like... I don't want to say flouncing, but I'm sure that's not the right word. It was definitely flouncing. Flouncing? I was just Between flouncing like, around. Between, you know bus trip to see the eclipse and all yeah. these like experiences and people and sunsets yeah. and sunrises it looked very I just kept saying yes like and not because usually I would just go no I need to work like I need to write no I don't want to no I'm not going to say yes guilty if you're having fun yeah. for an extended period of time I mean I definitely say yes to a lot of things and like have a lot of fun but um I just didn't do any work while I was there well, it kind of serves you nice. well I reckon I, I, I became the yes man yeah, four or five years ago, mm. to to anything, mm. 
I guess I'm a bit more selective now, but mm. for a number of years, I was just going, what was that? Lizard? You do get snakes out here. <laughs> Are you tripping? <laughs> um, you know, from everything from professionally to socially mm. and everything in between, just going, yep, I can do that. Yes, I'll be there. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? You're just... No. Have an alright night or... Yeah. I mean, the thing for for me that it's really helpful for is creativity, like writing and ideas and stuff and characters. So even if it's boring, whatever I've said yes to, Mm. or like it doesn't... Serve you immediately. Yeah. It's it's always just... It just goes into my head as like a scene that could potentially... Or something that I could Mm. use from it or... I always see it as like an opportunity to... There will be someone, let's say yeah. you get an invite to a, an event of some description, there will be someone there. That was worth meeting. Yeah. yeah. It's either funny, you've got an interesting story, yeah. weird, mm. oddball, mm. but worth meeting. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Always. But sometimes it's just nice to say no and lay in bed and read a book. Yeah. <laughs> Masturbate. Or <laughs> <All> that. <laughs> While watching snakes. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> 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 we should yeah. plane have gone over then. <laughs> yeah, so, what does your day normally look like? Let's change the subject before it goes. Um, I just want to say before you say that, mm. um, this tastes like you've taken like a scoop of <laughs> Vegemite and just put it into water, yeah. and that's what we're drinking. Yeah, it's a bit Vegemite esque, isn't it? Yeasty. Yeah. Well, there's two in there. Oh, okay. I think it's the cordyceps. Is the foul tasting one? Okay. Well, not foul. I don't think it actually tastes that bad. It's just not like it tastes healthy. Have you seen any docos on those mushrooms? No. You'd love it, I reckon. Really? Yeah. On the mushrooms we're drinking. So this one, yeah, cordyceps. And so they get inside. Wow. Ants and really insects, and they take over the the insects like nervous system. Oh. Or sorry cognitive function so it stops acting as it it would so it's kind of like it's behind wow. the scenes with all the levers and the triggers yeah de- determining where the ant or the bug goes and its behavior yeah but it's it hasn't killed it so it can still walk right. it can still eat but then when it decides that it's time for that ant or bug to expire yeah. it just delivers the killer blow whatever that looks like and then we'll just grow out the fucking head and then release its spores it's quite fine so this is good for us to drink (laughs) (laughs) sorry I don't want to end up like the ant (laughs) why is this good for us Uh, it's a very potent uh, adaptogen so it's good for stamina and and uh, for those of us who feel clued into like health words what is an adaptogen so it helps us (laughs) manage stress oh okay cool and this is good for this is a new tropic this one Lion's mane, mm. so it kind of like lights up the brain. Mm. It's like high octane fuel. Wow! And do you feel it doing that? Yeah. Like really? So so you do not drink coffee? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just so drink I'll, this. I drink that and coffee and various other things that kind of oh. gives me that, like okay. optimizing your your brain cognitive mm. function. Like what other things would you have? Uh, so I manipulate my macros. So I have a high fat diet. Mm-hmm. But I'll also have like a bulletproof coffee, which has MCT oh, oil, okay. which again, 
facilitates the production of ketones okay which is again kind of like a fuel for your brain uh-huh. so between that coffee a few various mushrooms wow and some other things i've got in my bag <laughs> Like, it's like, like a pharmacy. No wonder you can't meditate. It's like ADD kid over here. But it's it's helped me. It must help me focus. There yeah, must be well, I've needed to write a book. Right, okay. And it was a really short, mm-hmm. you know, between signing and, and delivering. Yeah. was two months. And they're like, what? we need 60,000 words. And I'm like, is this a typo? Because that's 60 days from now till hand-in date. No, no, it's all right. So I'm like, right, I need to fucking sort this shit out. So I found like a comfy spot in the library and I would had like a nice little routine. I train in the morning, park my car a kilometre away, walk into the library, get some fish. I just eat some fish. In the library? Again, you know, full of um, all the stuff that's going to make you smarter and function better. So yeah, I'm the smelly fish boy in the library. And then, you know... What kind of fish, can I ask? What? Uh, smoked salmon. Oh, okay. Or sort of, um, yeah, smoked fish. Like right. the, not okay. the smoked salmon version, but... Yeah. Um, but it would sort of... And then I wouldn't... Or I would simply fast, so I would eat the night before. Mm. So these are all mechanisms, all pathways to kind of light up your brain, right? So right. I, I would fast, coffee... MCT, mushrooms, other little pills that are in my bag, and I would sit there. So instead of like having a short attention span mm. or, you know, crashing at three hours, yeah. I would then crash at five hours or six hours. Okay. I would crash at some point, yeah. and then I'd, as soon as I crashed, wow. I would either try and jumpstart myself again with another coffee, or I'd go, well, that's me for the day, and I'd go and have a sauna and chill out. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what do I need? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like quite a quite a thing. But yeah, there's not like I time it now that obviously I'm not writing the book so there's no explicit need to get to that point. But I enjoy that point. So if I've got a meeting and I need to be on or I'm presenting or yeah, if that meeting requires me to be creative and come up with ideas, like all these things help. Like you know how you feel after a you drink coffee, right? You drink coffee, yeah. Yeah. So you know how that. Yeah. Twenty minutes after, you kind of hey. yeah, you, you feel yeah, you feel good, and mm. you know, all of a sudden that song in the car sounds better. Mm. You're more um, succinct with your words, like yeah, you're just a little bit. It's like being fine tuned. Yeah, heightened, I guess. Yeah. And so you, yeah. you start to amplify that with various other things. Mm. But, you know, like, cool. DMT is one of those. It's in yeah. it's in this basket, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. I love the sound of that. You're going to get me some mushrooms. <laughs> 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 Lion's mane. Um. So yeah, with just going back to your acting. Yeah. So you don't have no reservations around like speaking in front of people or you don't get nervous about auditioning. Oh no, yeah, I do definitely. Nerves slash excitement. It's it's you know, it's always or fun it's like doing 
definitely like the good type of nerves come when the right amount of work has been put in like I know when I go into a room when I haven't done enough preparation yeah, um, and those prepared, nerves yeah. are not fun nerves yeah. because it's like you don't deserve this you haven't put in the work to get this mm. um, and generally like you know I probably won't do a kick-ass audition mm. um, but like I don't really I'm because I make because I'm making my own stuff and I love making my own stuff takes a lot of time to like forget them but they're in you so that you can go in and be very real and be very in the moment yeah and that isn't that is there's a there's a lot of even when you're not like even if I if I have an audition I have to learn lines and then I go out to dinner with some friends like there's probably a couple of times in that where I'm taking the opportunity to go through the lines in my head Mm. you know it's not like it's just there until you finish the audition you can't be in two places at once almost yeah it's like I mean, I sort of have learnt to, but um, it's still, it's still, a, a, you know, it's like, it's like knowing that you have a job interview and you fucking have to nail yeah. it. And, but at the same time, you have to say things. You don't even get to be yourself in that job interview. You have to be somebody else. Mm. Um, Which would work well for me, I reckon. Oh, really? Yeah. What, you don't trust your, your <laughs> yeah, own words? No. <laughs> your own personality? So I'm being someone else right now, so I don't ignore <laughs> that. Um... Yeah, but I no, I much more. I much prefer creating my own stuff than yeah. than doing. I mean, it's so much fun doing other people's stuff. I shouldn't say that when it's a great project. Yeah, it's so much. Well, it's fun. good that you can do your own stuff and then just be selective with the yeah. other stuff, right? Yeah. So there's good. an audition. Not that I've ever done one or likely to. Is it literally like three people behind a desk? The director. No, like writer. it's always different. But most of the next. time here in Australia, it's um, a casting director and a reader. Okay. And sometimes the casting director is the reader. Um, so sometimes it's you and the casting director and you just go in and, like, you know them all. Like, I know all of them very right. well because we've been doing it for so long. And everybody knows everybody in the industry in Australia. Um, but you just go in and you... You just do the scene, have a little chat, say hi, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. And then you just do the scene. Maybe, maybe they'll say, like, do you want to do a read-through before it's put down? Most of the time I'm like, no, let's just put it down. You should know it by now. So they they um, read the line. So the reader will read you, and then yeah, and then you, you, do it, you do it like a scene. So yeah. you just do the scene, and you, but you're you're being filmed. The reader is not, and neither is the casting director. Yeah. Um, and then like you probably get like two two goes at it, and then you. By which time they because they you say everyone knows each other. Yeah. Like you must be at the pointy end at that point because they're like, oh, this would be great for Matilda. Right. Like, you know, there's you definitely know? they there's they've already filtered the roles. Yeah. So you're so my agents would go, oh, blah, blah, they haven't blah, put it out through Wink this. models or anything. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, they very much know whether or not you'll be that we worth. I don't think people like wasting people's time. Yeah. Um, you know, and then sometimes you sort of read a role and you're like, this is ridiculous. Why am I going for this? There's no, mm. this is not. <laughs> yeah, you haven't like, I can't, researched no, me. No, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. It's what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thanks for that, Matilda. No worries. That was good. Cool. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the rest of your Pleasure. day. You too. <laughs> <laughs>